When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Airvan Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Live from Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal in Seattle. It's the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. Throws it down with a ferocious two-handed dunk. Your chance to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show is presented by Anthony's Restaurants, showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. Now, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. Welcome everyone to Chinooks, live at Chinooks from Fisherman's Terminal across the Ballard Bridge in Seattle. It's the first Husky Basketball Coaches Show of the year. So good to be back out here. So good to see all your faces again. So good to be talking Husky hoops with the head coaches of Husky Basketball. We've got Elise Woodward and Tina Langley in the house. They'll be talking about the ladies that got the job done yesterday at Alaska Airlines Arena in game two of our doubleheader. Held Queens University to 28 points in a victory over Queens. The Dog men got a victory against Colorado at home in the second Pac-12 game of the year, 73-63. We'll have head coach Mike Hopkins joining me coming up at the bottom of the hour. But next up, Tina Langley, Elise Woodward, talking about the ladies. When we continue in a moment, live from Chinooks, it's Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. 
Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. restaurant and we're so glad it's funny I was going through my notes from last year with the Tina Langley show and Tina Langley head coach of the Washington women's basketball team joining me here I'm Elise Woodward and it was talking about how we wish we were at Chinooks getting our <laughs> wonderful salmon and instead we weren't because and it seems like so long ago uh, that we were not able to be here in person for the second half of the season but we're here so, so excited to be here yeah so excited and I know Husky fans are really excited with a 7-1 and one start to the season in year two. Uh, and you have a lot of new faces, but I think there's enough returners and enough veteran leadership that it hasn't been that you're teaching every single drill and every single part of your offense and defense and your whole program and setting culture. Now some of that has already been accomplished over the last year. How much different does it feel in year two where some people know what you're already preaching? Yes, absolutely. I'm so proud of all of our returning players and how they have um, done such a great job of just um, serving and uh, teaching our uh, newcomers. And um, I think now, you know, it feels like we're just one team now and not uh, newcomers and returners because of the way that they have um, really integrated and um, helped one another. So it's been really neat to have that and everything wasn't brand new to everyone, which was a lot well, easier. And you jump out to a seven and one start. So, you know, that's exactly what you want and to give a young team with a lot of new faces some confidence. Mm -hmm. And so they're seven and one, they're getting results in the left hand column, which is what you want. Well, what has pleased you the most about the start to this season? Uh, I just think the way that we've um, kind of had a growth mindset. I mean, you know, each time, team that we've played has, has been a little bit different. And, you know, we've come out and, um, you know, had to, to learn uh, kind of on the fly in some games. And um, the way that we've just been open to learning has been – it's really been fun. It's uh, nice to see some of the new faces that have joined the squad. I remember Delia Daniels when she was at Garfield High School here locally, and she was a McDonald's All-American, and she played at Cal for a couple of seasons and then transferred back. She's leading your team in scoring 12 points a game. Uh, she's also rebounding the ball really well, over six rebounds a game, and she leads you in blocks, 11 blocks. Uh, and she looks from when she was at Cal to here now, she looks really comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, can you just talk about what she's added to the team and, uh, you know, just about what, you know, she brings to your team on a game-in and game-out basis. Well, I absolutely love her competitiveness, and I think that her desire to be, you know, a kind of a more positionless player really fits our style of play. And so she can bring it up the floor and transition for us and, you know, defend multiple positions and, you know, is really continuing to grow her game and skill set and uh, love the way she attacks the basket and uh, the difference that she makes on both ends of the floor. The one thing that stands out to me about watching Delia Daniels is for somebody that's six foot four, mm -hmm. she may be one of your faster players. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you lined up on the baseline and you oh, did we sure have. <laughs> <laughs> we might have lined up a couple times. I don't know what I mean. So is <laughs> she one of those that like, if you put a timer on her now, is she out near the front, yeah, even with the quick. guards? Because she's fast. Yeah, she's quick. She's allowed us to do a lot of really fun things and really just getting started because we do have so many new players. Putting things in has been a little bit um, slower in both ends and her ability to adapt and and let us do different things with her um, on both ends has been really fun. I know as a head coach, you want to be in the gym as much as you possibly can. There is a 20-hour limit, <laughs> but there's also classes, and you do have a lot of graduate students where you can't really massage their schedule a lot. They are what they are. And University of Washington has taken the stance where you're allowing your players to excel in the classroom where others don't allow players mm -hmm. to miss any practice time to attend class. Master's program, undergraduate, you're not gonna take that major. Mm -hmm. You've done that and in, it, it has been a juggling <laughs> act in the 
non-conference portion of the season to get your team on the floor together, though, because of a difficult practice schedule. How have you managed that? What is it teaching your kids right now in terms of you better be really efficient because we don't have we don't have three hours here. We might not even have two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's um, it's been really uh, uh, an interesting learning opportunity for all of us. Uh, we've always believed in being efficient as a coaching staff. Um, you know, we have young ladies taking incredible majors, so proud of them, so excited for them. They're difficult, and they also need time, uh, you know, beyond the classroom. And so when we first got our practice block, well, there wasn't much one. <laughs> and I was like, well, we might need more than an hour. So, um, you know, we, we kind of played around with it a little bit and got a little bit more time. But um, to see the way the team would come in and understand we have to get through a lot very quickly. Um, it was really neat to see their dedication to, okay, we've really got to be focused in this drill when we put in a new concept, um, you know, and try to execute that as, as best we can, as quick as we can, and then move on. We've got to move on to the next thing. And, and uh, it taught us patience. Okay, we, we've not gotten where we needed in this concept yet, but we'll, we'll have to return to that tomorrow. Uh, and we, growth mindset is a value of our program. And so, you know, we learn uh, quickly that we may not be perfect at things as long as we're still growing. You know, we're going to be the best team we can be at the end of the year. Do, you've been undefeated at home. You're 6-0 and and you're 7-1 and overall with that growth mindset and what you're trying to implement. What is it specifically that you have seen maybe elevate through mm -hmm. the first eight games of the season? Where is it you need more growth? What do you, What is it like? Give me the state of your team right now on December 5th. <laughs> Non-conference is always so fun because you'll feel like you fix something and then you'll move on and think, oh, i got to fix this. And then you're going to go back and be like, ah, uh, what happened to what we just fixed? And so a little bit, little bit fun uh, this time of the year. And so we uh, got an opportunity to travel this summer and, and um, put our offensive concepts in at least part of our system and really liked how we were learning that and um, you know learning reads and it's just, it just takes a little bit of time to get that down and when we first stepped on the floor I felt like we were a little advanced in that in that area more than definitely more than we were last year we didn't have it in and um, this year you know that was exciting to see and then we also saw we, we seemed a little bit behind defensively and that's just the time we were able to give in practice to that uh, to some of those uh, concepts and so um, trying to balance that out and uh, went heavy defense and um, have liked some of the improvements we've made there. And so now it's time to blend them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the way it is in the non-conference portion, yeah. right? It's like you, you spring a leak over here and you fix it, but then yeah. something else leaks over there. And uh, But you know, it's the, the gradual process of getting better throughout the season. Right. Uh, you mentioned overseas. And I, I had a chance when I was a player, it was amazing. Uh, the donors made it possible for my team to go over. Absolutely. It was the first time I'd ever left the country and was able to go to France when I played for UW and still have great memories of that. And we still send each other photos and had some good times and um, played a lot of games. I played against Don Staley in that tournament, <laughs> which is I may never forget watching Tara Davis guard Don Staley. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that blew my mind right there. I was uh, that's two of the best athletes I've ever seen um, playing against each other in that game. But for your team, you got to go to Italy, mm -hmm. and a lot of it was due to the boosters and Absolutely. supporting this program and giving these athletes a chance to not just play basketball but open their minds to the world that's out there and all these different cultures. So phenomenal. And you also got a bunch of practice time in. Mm -hmm. Just what an experience for your ladies. And, I mean, that's part of being the University of Washington that you have this mm -hmm. tremendous support, isn't it? Absolutely, and I've never seen anything like it. I mean, our young women even remarked about it when we were in Italy, like how they were, you know, so grateful that people would give – um, so that they could have that experience. And we, we had a young lady after young lady come up to us and be like, this is one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. And we did so many really neat cultural things that I think continue to, you know, just have us uh, in, in uh, settings that we've never been in before, which is really uh, bonding for young women, you know. So sometimes you walk into a setting and you have some experience there and someone else doesn't, but no one had any experience in a lot of the settings that we were in. It was really fun to watch us have to learn to, you know, make pasta in an Italian village or something that uh, it was pretty fun. So, uh, again, just so grateful for the people that made that possible and, and for the opportunity because it was um, so important for a team with so many new people, but also just new in general our culture our staff all of us still learning each other yeah well and then they got to go run it off after they made all the pasta <laughs> they did <laughs> you had to probably get out and figure a way to work all that off but i know from my time in italy um i never come home skinnier that's for sure <laughs> no. gotta go buy some new pants when i'm in <laughs> right italy. Uh, when you fans are ready for action on the hardwood they head to mott lake to catch the game or when they're ready for the quintessential northwest dining experience they head right here to chinooks 
at Fisherman's Terminal or Anthony's Pier 66 on the Seattle waterfront. Come join us every Monday. We're going to be here throughout the basketball season. We'll have much more with Tina Langley on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. While you're rooting for your favorite team, make sure your money is working for you. Home Street Bank is here to help you maximize your savings with our special CD offers. We have everything from a 3.25% four-month featured CD to a 4% APY 18-month featured CD, plus more in between. Head to homestreet.com slash UWCD to check out all of our rates and learn how you can start scoring with Home Street today. Again, that's homestreet.com slash UWCD. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest.
back in, little technical difficulties, and we are back. Tina Langley here with me, Elise Woodward, at the Washington Women's Basketball Show every Monday here from Chinooks. And Coach, we mentioned the um, start to the season. You've won seven of your first eight. You're undefeated at home. Um, and it's also finals week, <laughs> which every year at this time, I always wonder, oh, man, it's just got to be stress. I remember it as a player, and it was stressful. You're pulling all-nighters. You're doing everything you can to get good grades. It's extremely important, and yet this is really an important part of the season, and it's really hard to have the candle lit at both ends during this season. How do you approach this as a coach with already understanding the challenges and practice times, but then you've got players that are dealing with pulling all-nighters and doing finals. This is a very, very high-level academic institution, and it's not right. easy. Well, you know, I got some great advice uh, when I first started at Rice as a head coach, and uh, Mike Rhodes was there, and he said, uh, just remember, it's an academic university, <laughs> and so exams are next level. So when I came to Washington, I knew I was signing up for the same thing, which I really love, actually, because we want our student-athletes to be at a high academic university pursuing, you know, the majors that they're excited about. And so I think we just have to be thoughtful about the time. And so um, we've had this experience all preseason about, you know, can we keep our, sh our practices a little bit shorter? Well, they already are. And so hopefully that gives them a little bit more time. And, and we also just listen, you know. So if a, a young lady is struggling in, in preparation or, you know, we ask them about their sleep and if someone's struggling to sleep because they're preparing for finals, we're thoughtful about how we handle that in practice. And so just try to be great listeners and uh, understand what they're going through this week while also, you know, pushing to prepare. Yeah. I know you guys had a little bit of time. You went and got a Christmas tree for your we house, We did. Right? <laughs> yes. We have a, a, a Christmas party at the house coming up. And so uh, we asked them if they wanted to help pick out the tree. So it was really fun. They did a great job. The tree's massive. It was actually taller than my house uh, could allow. So we, we called a neighbor, and he had a saw, and everything worked out. <laughs> you didn't have a saw in your garage? No, you no it's not really a thing of mine. <laughs> no, I don't think I would either, but uh, that's fun for the team to be able to do that. Um, we talked about Delia Daniels, one of your transfers that's uh, playing in the uh, post position for you. Another one that fans are getting to know who's really bright, uh, Emma Grothouse, um, had a chance to connect with her at a networking event a couple of mm -hmm. weeks ago and was really impressed. She mm -hmm. seems like... I mean, she's already got her degree, and she comes to UW, and she's, we're talking about a high-level major, and she's been really good um, for your team as well. She's already had a double-double, and she's done some really nice things. Uh, with, for fans that aren't, you know, they don't know Emma Grothaus, she just got here, but she's a fifth-year senior, graduate student. Um, tell us a little bit about Emma and what she brings to the team. Emma is an awesome young lady. She's uh, so selfless and just incredibly bright, uh, as you said. You know, she's just a really, really uh, smart young lady and can do anything. So she's um, uh, actually in a swing position for us that a lot of people can't play. It's hard f to go to the four and five in our system. And because her IQ is just through the roof, it's not hard for her. Um, and then her skill set, obviously. So she can play inside and on the perimeter and um, has really been great in those positions. Sometimes, um, you know, a bit of a, a perfectionist, uh, you know, she's a young lady that can be a little bit hard on herself. And so she's got a beautiful shot. Love to see her shoot it. And um, really uh, great skill set to, to pass and create for other people. And, again, can, can defend multiple positions. So she does a lot uh, for us on both ends of the floor. And uh, some freshmen getting some major time. Hannah Steins has moved into the starting lineup. Uh, she leads your team in three-point makes. Uh, she's second in assists. And, from that point guard position, I don't think there's anything more difficult than to come in as a freshman. You're the coach on the floor, you're the leader, and you're trying to boss around fifth-year seniors. I'm thinking, she's 18, and she's telling Trinity Oliver as a point guard, hey, you got to get over here. And she's got to know the offense inside and out. But I can see her with each game mm -hmm. just – just start playing and not thinking and it's always a process as a freshman you take a step forward and a step back and then two steps forward but um she certainly looks like mm -hmm. she's gaining more and more confidence tell me just about a little bit Han hannah Mm -hmm. And at that point guard spot, what she does for your team. Well, I love that. And I love, you know, how the team has received that, too. You, you think about uh, a freshman having to play the point guard position, and, and I think the way the team has uh, listened and, um, you know, worked uh, with her has been really beautiful. But um, every game, more confident, which I love, because, again, another player that can be a little harder on herself at times. And so you've seen her growth. Uh, her understanding is, is outstanding. You know, her um, basketball IQ is exceptional and um, really, really can see the floor at an elite level and um, great pa passer, playmaker, and, and then can score it. And so, you know, I, I think the most dangerous point guards are point guards that can score it, and, um, and she does that as well. I've seen her make some plays that are just creative, mm -hmm. that, like, at the last second – 
She'll draw the defense, and it's unorthodox, but she'll find a way to deliver Beautiful. the basketball. Yeah. Just the creativity. I'm like, oh, wow, I, I did not see that coming. Like, you'll see a play develop, and then, yeah. like, one time she went off her left foot and used her left hand just mm -hmm. to freeze the defense, which Kelsey Plum used to do that. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing of beauty. The defense is all confused. But, like I said, she draw the defense and just a little slide of the hand. Just some really creative things mm -hmm. that she does. You see that in practice a lot. Always. Her. Yeah, she's beautiful feel for the game and just seems to have such joy playing it, which I love so much. And uh, we have learned to always have our hands ready when Hannah <laughs> has the ball, especially our post. So hands up, hands ready. Uh, but she can make some really beautiful passes. and It's fun to watch. Well, and I think the one thing that you say about your freshman class and, and – you know, Hannah obviously is the one we're talking about, but that they're gym rats, and I love yeah. that. They really like to play basketball. They really like to play with each other, and when practice is over, they're just sticking around, and you're mm -hmm. not making them, which to me, that's the number one thing, especially as a freshman, is are you having fun? Mm -hmm. This is really hard work. Mm -hmm. It's really high level. There's a lot of stress. School, you're moved out. You're on your own, and yet if you can find solace in something you love, through the hot ups and downs of a freshman season and mm -hmm. want more on your own, that says a lot. Yeah, the stress kind of mounts sometimes when you get to this part of the year. And I love that you can still walk in the gym late at night and hear them, you know, you know, having fun and laughing and, and playing the game they love and shooting. And, and so it says a lot about their love for the game, and that's what you want. Yeah, for sure. This is the Tina Langley Show. Big game on Sunday. It's the middle of non-conference play, but... The Washington State Cougars will be in town this Sunday, 2 o'clock at Alaska Airlines Arena. So one game in Pac-12 play coming up before a couple more non-conference games. We'll talk to the head coach, Tina Langley, about that. This is the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. and we are so glad to be with you. Mike Hopkins and Tony Castricone will be coming up in a minute, but a big game coach on Sunday. You have basically a week to get ready for one Pac-12 game to kick it off, and then not until you don't have another Pac-12 game until after the Christmas break. This is a big one, though. Everyone is big, and yet you have more non-conference games after that. So how do you approach <laughs> so that? It's, it's, it's awesome. It reminds me yeah. of a high school season where you play your rival one game, and then you maybe go back to yeah. uh, it, where it's not right. It, it's a big game, but then you're playing against teams you don't know as well. 
Um, but the Apple Cup's coming up on Sunday at 2 o'clock. So mm. let's just talk about your team and how you're getting them ready for this Sunday, the intensity level. Yeah, I think it's going to be such a fun opportunity to go out and just kind of continue to evaluate where we are. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting time of the year to have a conference game. It's the first time I've experienced that in December. And so, you know, we're a team that's, um, you know, continuing to improve daily. And so I'm excited to just kind of have that opportunity to test where we are. And there's always these new learning things with new faces. The scouting report, yeah. it's, it's more detailed when you get in conference play yes, because yeah. you know these players. Mm -hmm. Washington State returns four of their five starters from a year ago. They've been in the NCAA tournament two years in a row. Mm -hmm. So you're familiar with their personnel, but you probably have a lot of players that it's, aren't. Yeah. But you also have to focus on yourselves this That's early right. in the season. So where is that balancing act for you of how having to get ready with opponent scout, your own team, just trying to get everything ready before Sunday. Yeah, you described it really well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're still in the uh, part of the season where you're just uh, continuing to know yourself. And I think that, um, like I said, each day we've had an opportunity to know a little bit more about what we do well and what we still need to improve on. And so we'll be attacking those areas. But at the same time, this is a, a very good team with a lot of experience that we want to know well. And if we're given that opportunity with time, that we want to take the time to, to, um, to be able to get to know them and continue to teach our team scouting. And so uh, it's been it's been fun to, to introduce different styles of play through non-conference and um, trying to understand the benefit of scouting and you know what a difference it makes. And so uh, I've seen growth in that area, especially defensively. You've seen that from game to game. Each each game we've understood scouts a little bit more, and I think that um, you know because of those lessons. Um, it'll be fun to see us, you know, kind of take that to another level. And your defense has gotten better and better each game, just 55 points um, that you're giving up. You're averaging 66. So that you have to be what, – what part of the defense pleases you the most this early part of the season? Just learning. Like our philosophy, we would say all the time, like, how do we guard this? How do we do this? You know, so similar to your core values or your standards as a program, it's like what do we stand for and, and how, do we, how do we walk through the day in a practice? And so same thing on the defensive end of the floor. How do we going to guard ball screens how are we going to guard this player how are we going to you know handle this situation and so uh, I've loved our growth in that area that we we could probably say that now probably about three games in we were still unsure at times for certain things and that was just you know took time for us to understand our philosophy yeah it's still early coach yeah Simmer thanks <laughs> but it's not going to be too early for Pac-12 play because it starts earlier than ever this Sunday at two o'clock it's the Apple Cup the Cougs will be in town to start the season off, so come out to Alaska Airlines Arena this Sunday at 2 o'clock. That does it for the Tina Langley portion of the Coaches Show. Coming up next, it is uh, Mike Hopkins and Tony Castricone. It is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. 
Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. All right, welcome back to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. We're live at Chinooks in Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. First show of the year. We got head coach Mike Hopkins in the house as the Huskies. Uh, coming off a win against Colorado, Coach has to feel good to, to be at home and get that first Pac-12 win. I'm happy know. to be here at Chinooks there with you the go. crew, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Vern! Vern and Lane serving up the best seafood in Seattle. Hey, uh, Coach, tell me about, um, you know, just getting that win yesterday. That was a – that was uh, – we were really curious to kind of see how your team would come out. I mean, you, you'd gone through an emotional night on Thursday night, uh, a, a tough one-point loss to Oregon State, and losing Frank Kepnong for the season in the process. Um, your team bounced back really, really well yesterday. Yeah, you know, we got, we got a, a strong group, a connected group. They fight. Not perfect, some of those turnovers, you kind of scratch your head. But at the end of the day, these guys are fighters and uh, have handled adversity really well. So I, I, we were proud of them, very proud of them. Yeah, off to a 7-2 and two start, 1-1 one and one in conference play. And, and what's – maybe if, if you were to just kind of summarize these first nine games of the season, what would kind of be your biggest takeaway as you get ready for maybe the second – third of the year that's coming up the middle portion here. I think the biggest thing is you're just constantly adjusting we've been unfortunate we've had some injuries uh, you know Noah Williams and then Frank yeah. and Keon Brooks uh, but it, it's given the opportunity for other guys to step up um, and that's uh, I think been the the silver lining you know Corin Johnson has really come on as an emerging player yeah as much as Frank or you know you see Braxton so I think we're learning a lot about ourselves is what I've gotten out of the nine games. You know, we've yeah. had some adversity and we've handled it. Yeah. Uh, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. I don't think there's anything that's been too comfortable about these first nine games. Just trying to put a lineup together. Uh, huh? Sometimes it's like a Rubik's Cube. You're in there, there's two minutes left. You're like, okay, let's see, let's see this combination. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, these guys have worked really hard and we're getting better and uh, we still have a long way to go. All right. Well, um, let's kind of recap what we've been through so far. I, I thought, you know, that season – opener against Weber State, a lot of positive momentum. I mean, it took care of business, but it was kind of losing Noah and Keon for those next couple of games that, that caused you to have to adjust. You were planning coming into the season to redshirt Jackson Grant, planning to redshirt Corin Johnson. Game two right away, we throw the young freshman Corin Johnson out there onto the floor. How do you think he, in particular, has responded to you know, mentality-wise, October, you're practicing like you're redshirting, right? I, I imagine, yeah. and then and then all of a sudden you get thrown out. Well, there. yeah, I mean he wasn't he was he practiced with us for a week before the season started because he had the injury, and right. so okay. we didn't know what he would be like. You know, he's a great player. Obviously, recruiting him out of high school, we knew how good he was, but we didn't know the health of it. You don't know how you're going to respond to Division One basketball and the talent level and all those different things. And and then being a point guard, you got to know the offense. You got to run the team. You got to be a leader. You got to organize everybody. You got to get everybody poised in tough situations. And to be honest with you, he didn't know, but I've been very, you know, impressed. It's the St. Mary's game. I couldn't take him out of the game. He played 37 minutes as a freshman. Yeah. And uh, was one of the key catalysts in that win. So, uh, very excited for him. And it's not just that he's playing well in one category. I think there's multiple areas where you see a lot of potential. His ability to distribute the ball flashes. He is a scorer at times, already a couple games in double figures. And I think on the defensive end adds a whole lot. He's elite. I'm not going to say this. This is a this is the highest. Sounds compliment. like he's about to say it. I know. I like Thibel was like a difference guy. He just had a he had an innate ability to kind of have anticipatory skills as well as the athleticism to make the play. Corn has that. Hmm. Now he needs to have the the discipline of knowing when. You know, hmm. sometimes he does it too much. He, but he's got elite defensive capability. Yeah, he takes some risks, doesn't he? He's a bit of a gambler. But, the, but oh, he's a gambler, man. I'm a game. He's a big gambler. <laughs> sometimes I'm like over there going, "Come on, son, what are we doing here?" But he <laughs> he's disruptive. He creates havoc on the court. That's who he is. Now that that's where the maturity comes in and the growth process. But. Uh, those disruptors are really good in our defense. We had 17 or 18 takeaways yesterday yeah. against Colorado. Yeah, steals plus blocks yes. equals takeaways, yes. right? And and that's something you chart. And anytime you're in those high teens, it, is there a number that you're shooting for each game with those? There's not. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where usually our, our best defensive teams 
have more takeaways than we have actual turnovers. Right. And so people say, gosh, you turn it over a little bit too much. Well, yeah, well, we have more takeaways than turnovers, and there that's rare. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Corin Johnson, you know, doesn't quite have the length Matisse had, no. right? He's 6'2", a no. little bit short. Like, yeah. he, he's a, a point different guard type. build. He's yeah. a different type. But you still think, like, instinct-wise. Oh, my it's, gosh. It's, is it the instincts? It's is the it instincts. The he kind of baits you into certain passes. Okay. He can kind of see it. You know, that's the thing with Matisse is they're almost like a free safety in football. They can, you know, have the, the ability to roam and see things that other people don't see. And, and uh, those are the best defensive players, in my opinion. All right, so – you get past that first game against Weber State, and then you, you go into the North Florida game, and it's like, oh, man. You know, I mean, we, we brought Keon Brooks in out of Kentucky. He was going to be our, our go-to scorer. He's not available to play. Noah Williams, you know, he, he's played, what, 18 minutes as a Husky so far. He had to sit for a few weeks with some things going on uh, with his knee. And so uh, as as you headed into the second and third home games there against North Florida and Utah Tech, what – what was your mentality at that Well, point? another thing, uh, Keon Minifield was a guy who was was playing unbelievable, had, a, I think, a couple 20-point games did, there, yeah. which was big. We put the big lineup where we put Frank Kepnag and Braxton Mia in the game at the same time. That, that you know, seemed to be a good combination to get us in some of those games. And uh, But we were still learning on the fly, and I thought the guys adapted really well, and, uh, you know, we got better, and it gave other guys opportunities. Like I said, Minifield had led us in scoring. Um, Braxton Mee was playing well and uh, gave other guys, you know, some confidence. You know, we got to see a flash of what Keon Manyfield can really offer, you know, the way that he had those two 20-point scoring games early. What do you see this year, like, kind of coming together for him? Because, you know, I, I think with the new lineups, Corin being in a little bit, and, and now Noah's going to come back. What, what What's the goal for Keon Minifield this year? Can it, Keon Mini, Minifield could arguably be our best scorer on our team, mm. and so he has the ability to score. He's learning the defense. Uh, he's a, you know He made that, that lob pass against Oregon State, like yeah. the ability. And I think you know he had a couple scoring games early, and teams changed the way they defend on him, made it a little bit more difficult. And That's where you have to adapt, and that's where young guys have to keep growing. Kim Minifield, 44% from the outside in the first nine games of his career, averaging 8.8 a game, a couple of 20-point performances so far for the 7-2 and two Dogs. What about Keon Brooks? I mean, let, let, let's talk about this newcomer to our program, a veteran player who, who's coming from Kentucky and averaging 16.6 a game so far this year, seven rebounds a game as well. And, I, I mean, I just think he's the kind of guy – that his mid-range game reminds me a lot of Jalen Noel, where it's almost like, you know, he's not shooting at the percent. Maybe that that this statement makes a whole lot of sense. He's 41% from the field. But it just seems like if he really wants to get a bucket in the mid-range game, he can get a, that bucket whenever he wants. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, he's still, you know, he, for three years he wasn't a go-to guy. Mm. You know, he was, he was one of the, the players. And so being in that role – you know, it takes a lot of responsibility, too. You're getting double teams. Guys are coming at you, the best defensive players. But I keep seeing him just keep growing. I see growth spurts all the time. Made a couple big-time plays against St. Mary's late in the game to, to take us, you know, foul shots, yep. uh, rebounds. Uh, you know, and I think he's just going to keep growing, keep getting better. So I think we've only seen kind of a little picture of what this guy can be. Yeah, he's your leading rebounder at seven a game. Uh, Braxton Mia, I think, man – I mean, he's taken some steps here in the last couple. Uh, like it, it seems like one of those things where the first few weeks, maybe still trying to feel some things out, and then now in these last couple of games, it seems like is there a new comfort level that Braxton Mia is settling into or what? Like he seems to be playing really well. Sometimes I think it's kind of like, you know, we had the two-headed monster with Frank and, and Braxton, and now he, maybe, you know, some guys might possibly look over their shoulder or if I don't play, mm. I'm going there. And so – now he's kind of like, you know, top dog and getting that opportunity. And, and uh, you know, I think he's a high-level scorer. I think he's still learning. You know, at Fresno, they never really gave him the ball. We're, right. we're putting him in those situations. So I, that's where our growth potential is because you see his talent. He's got a great left-handed half-hook, right-handed half-hook. He finishes it near the basket. He's making his foul shots at a high yeah, clip. Yeah, he is. And so, you know, he's a guy who I think is just going to keep growing as well. 78% free throw shooter. And, you know, talking to some guys on your staff, you know, at practices earlier this year before the season started, you watch him. And, I mean, you just see, like, guys are saying, this guy. It's this guy, 34, mm -hmm. this guy mm -hmm. that has an enormous future. 
And then, you know, the lights come on maybe the first couple of games, and, and sometimes maybe it just takes guys a little bit. I think so. And big guys usually take longer. Um, but he's a, he's a talent. You know, our rim protection is way better than it's been in the last two years. That's been a big part of our defensive numbers yeah. being the where you know where they're at nationally, and uh, and I think he just gives us a scoring threat a little bit like when we had Isaiah Stewart and uh, and Noah Dickerson, a guy yeah. that you can depend on getting the ball close, and if he doesn't make it, he can get fouled and make his foul shots. Yeah, and those alley oops, man. Ooh. <laughs> now we got to work on our passing, Tony. <laughs> now you just got to turn put it over it nine times right against St. Mary's trying to throw it, but but the option there opens up a lot for your deep, it, for your for your offense. It does, and it's not just Braxton who can take him in. I mean, Keon Brooks has had a couple where I, when the ball like leaves the hand of whoever was tossing it up, whether it's PJ or whatever, I'm like, well, that one's going to be too high. Nope. Yeah, Keon Brooks got his fingertips on it and throws it down. I mean, some of those are above the square. A little bit like you, Tony. You know, just <laughs> yeah. go uh, when you're walking up the stairs. Uh, just you know, it's just endless. Just fly, go, clean the window, dunk it. It's all good. A little bit like me. Like yeah. If if I'm on stilts, yeah, maybe. That's, I want like, stilts. <laughs> Cirque Tony. Castricone. Okay. Cirque du Soleil, let's go. Cirque du Castricone. Uh, Washington seven and two with this start. Hey, speaking of rebounding. I gotta say, Cole Badgema looks like a different player. I mean, I, I, I kind of got to know this kid, right? Doesn't Cole Badgema look sharp? I mean, he looked like a spot-up three-point shooter. Like that was his role to come in and do that. Now he's driving, taking it to the basket. Now he's rebounding on both ends of the floor, averaging 5.2 boards a game. Cole Badgema is playing a pretty big role on this team so far. You know what he has? He's gotten so much better. Will Conroy has done a great job building his confidence, building his game, not just on the shooting ability, but he can put the ball on the floor. Play point guard in high school. Everybody kept saying, oh, who's going to be your point guard? Who's going to be your point guard? We don't have a traditional guy, but he played point guard in high school. Noah Williams played it at O'Day. Uh, Corin Johnson played it. P.J. Fuller played it in high school. They didn't right. play it in college, but Cole's a guy. He's a, he's a reliable ball handler. He can play make. He can shoot. And he's just getting more confident, and you can see it, and that's what makes it so much fun because I believe if he gets an open shot, there's no hesitation. I think every single one he shoots is going in. Does it feel at times to you like, I mean, because you've coached these guys to be unselfish, and, and they really do extra pass, one more, you know, looking for those sort of things. Does it feel at times like Cole maybe passes up on some of those open threes that, that he really is capable of knocking down. You know what, sometimes, but I tell him all the time, listen, if you want to get taken out of a game, don't shoot it. You can come <laughs> sit right next to me. It's really warm. It's really nice. You know, I'll give you a right-hand, you know, neck massage. You know, those, okay. you better shoot it. We need it. That's we not need a bad you to deal, shoot it. actually. But. And he's, you know, he's just, you know, want him to be confident. And he's just, a, yeah. he's a heck of a player. And, you know, he's, he's still learning. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's willing to compete and put his body on the line. Uh, and you see those rebounding numbers. That shows that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, he's got nice size. I mean, six seven, right? I mean, for a guard, six seven, getting up there, rebounding the basketball. Those are some pretty good rebounds. And you know, we, we've always talked about struggles to rebound out of the zone or rebounding numbers. Good. We've got decent rebounding numbers right now. I mean, we've been competitive on the board this year. Well, I, it's the, it's the consistency. And so, say for instance, St. Mary's. St. Mary's played Houston the other night. Houston was the best rebounding team in the country. Mary's out-rebounded them by 10 or 11, whatever it was in the game. We out-rebounded St. Mary's by 10 or 11. Right. Like when we put our mind to it, Keon Brooks and our bigs and those guys, that's how we have to play. Because if we rebound, that's when we run. And when you have guys like Corn and PJ and Keon Minifield, that's where our speed comes in. And you see us in transition, getting out, getting layups, getting lobs, getting threes. That's what's fun. And that's why it starts on the defense. But then that rebounding numbers, those rebounding numbers, that's critical for our, for our success. All right. I got a question for you. This, yep. this is not a one-game stat I'm going to read. This is a season stat. And I Try to confuse me. I can't team. quite make sense of this one. Yeah. Your team offensively is shooting 39% in the first half of games. Yeah. And 50% in the second half of yeah. games. Yeah. What, what's going – what are you feeding them at halftime – that is making them come out, and, and then the ball just goes in. Because I thought, actually, you had a, your best first-half shooting of the season last night against Colorado. That was that was really solid first half offensively. But it's been night after night that the second half, the, the, the door opens, the C parts, and you're able to just get these shots to go. I don't know. You know, I think you learn about how teams are defending you and, and how we can get better. Uh, it's hard. It's, it, you know, you can do it in timeouts and – 
if you think about like even uh, you know a couple of the games we've had 10-0 starts, yep. 11-9 Oregon State, 10-0 uh, Cal Baptist, 10-0 Seattle U, and then we've had those little spurts in between where we we yep. go scoreless and the other team makes a run and. And, you know, it could be shot selection, those types of things. But we make adjustments in the second half. We talk to them, give them a little bit more clarity of where these shots are going to come from. And they've adapted well. And um, I think it has a lot to do with get in the paint, get close to the basket. Mm. And uh, that's where we've been really, really successful so far this season. Yeah, it's been that way from three-point land as well. 28% in the first half, 38% in the second half. It's just something to keep an eye on uh, all season long. But... Obviously, what matters is at the end of the game, do you have the win, right? Bottom line. Seven and two. You guys are off to a seven and two start, one and one in conference play. Got to ask you a little bit about Frank, man. I mean, you know, it's our first show, and we've already lost this kid for the season, Frank Kepnong. Um, He just seems like such a great kid, Mm -hmm. like just seeing him interact with his teammates, seeing him – talk to the academic advisors and ask questions about what's going on in school. I, it was gutting for us to, to watch that. I can't even imagine for you as his coach and, and, and for his teammates to watch him go down with the knee injury on Thursday night. How is he doing and how important is his role going to be still from the bench for the rest of this season, the way he emotionally and mentally can help this team set the tone. Well, I'll, I'll share with everybody here that uh, people, we, we always meet a half an hour before the game. Like, we literally go in there, we'll have a board, and it will be, you know, this is the players, this is the, you know, going back on our, how our preparation has been that week. So we come in there, and we haven't been good. We played a scrimmage earlier in the year, and we played, uh, we were awful. Was, we played 11 o'clock in the morning. Guys looked like they were sleepwalking. You're like, morning games might not be good. <laughs> So now we've got this new game. Yeah. We're playing noted on the wall. You know, as a coach, they look, you know, you look ready. We had good practice. And all of a sudden, Frank comes in. He's got one, you know, he's got yeah. one crutch and he's walking in and he gets in front of the team. And that's supposed to be my time. And I'm, I'm sitting there like, and I just walked to the side and he was like, you guys got to want it. You know, you guys got like, you got to wake up. This is a, a Pac-12 and we got to respond. And I'm like over there going like this. And you just kind of start leaning back a little bit more up against the wall. Yeah. And then, you know, because when it comes from your team, when that leadership comes with internally and it's your teammate, and I said, enough said, everybody in, let's go. And that's what Frank Kepnang is. The most, we we put up PLF, play like Frank. Selfless and tough. And he gives it everything. His spirit is what you miss, but he's bringing it every day. And uh, he, he said the biggest thing he was disappointed about his injury is that he can't help his teammates on the floor. Man. Who says that? Who says that in 2022 anymore? <sighs> Are you kidding me? We love him. Yeah, we'll we be do praying love. for him. He'll come back stronger. Yeah, He'll be back. He, he absolutely will be back. Frank Kepnong, we love him. We're thinking about him. We're praying for him, and, and certainly hope he comes back. Where's that PLF? Is that up on the board? No, I just put uh, Coach Hobby says, you know, maybe we, could see, we should talk a little bit about Frank, and I just put PLF. And we talked the second time they come in at 15 minutes before the game, so 30 and 15. And, guys, play like Frank, man. It's, uh, you know, when he got hurt, there wasn't a dry eye in that huddle. You no, saw it. I saw Those it. Those guys were crying. It was, it was emotional. And for them to battle back, we went down 11 again and yeah. then came back and took the lead. So, um, you know, we represented him and fought for him. We didn't come up. We came up a little bit short, but some of that we're going to play for for the rest of the year. That's awesome. What a great story. Hey, when Husky Hoop fans are ready for action on their hardwood, they head to Montlake to catch a game, obviously. But when they're ready for the quintessential Northwest dining experience, they head right here Not to even close. at Not Fisherman's even close. Terminal or Let's Anthony's go. Pier 66 on the Seattle waterfront. Dogs got a big one coming up Friday night in Spokane against that team on the big screen right there, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. We'll talk about that game and what's coming up after that when we continue live on the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. 
take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. While you're rooting for your favorite team, make sure your money is working for you. Home Street Bank is here to help you maximize your savings with our special CD offers. We have everything from a 3.25% four-month featured CD to a 4% APY 18-month featured CD, plus more in between. Head to homestreet.com slash UWCD to check out all of our rates and learn how you can start scoring with Home Street today. Again, that's homestreet.com slash UWCD. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. over here coach we got to finish this thing up husky basketball coaches show live at chinooks at seattle's fisherman's terminal tony castricone head coach mike hopkins dogs off to a seven and two start one and one in conference play got you know dipped their toe in the water in pac-12 play now it's back to non-league action heading across the state heading to spokane taking on the dogs in the kennel uh, it'll be a dog fight right mm -hmm. huskies bulldogs mm -hmm. on friday night what are you most looking forward to about the the chance to take on the Zags? I just love it. You know, I've been I've watched their growth as a player, coach Mark Few. I have so much respect for what they've done as a program and as a coach. And you know, they're the best. They're they're the standard in college basketball the last five or ten years. And you know, you get an opportunity to go against that. It's a great opportunity to see where you're at, see where you can grow. And uh, it's been a, a a great game since I've been here. We haven't played him in two years. I know. So uh, with COVID, so it's it's exciting to be back. It's a great environment to play. Uh, we they they beat us on a last second shot uh, the last time we played down there. So excited for the opportunity. I know our guys are too. I mean, the the last two times we played, just epic basketball games. Yeah. Neither of them went our way, but they were just amazing basketball games. And, uh, yeah, didn't have a chance to play the last two seasons. And so now it'll be a trip there to take on a team that, man, you know, I, I, I know they're in the WCC, so their conference schedule is not as strong as, as the other Power Fives. But in the non-league, I mean, they've already played against Michigan State. They beat them by one. Lost to Texas by 19. They beat Kentucky by 16. Lost to Purdue by 18. Uh, they beat Xavier by four the other night, lost to Baylor by a point. So I mean, they've played a ton of teams, but they're, they're not looking quite as untouchable as they have in years past. What, what, what do you make out of this version of the Bulldogs? Well, they, you know, they have, I think, the best player in college basketball on Drew Timmy. You know, a guy who can score. He stayed there. He's, he's old. Uh, you know, they have experience. they got a great home court. Uh, what they are missing is that great rim protector like Chet Holmgren, the seven-foot mm, guy, yeah. who, you know, on the defensive end. But they're still really good. I mean, they might not be a team in pass, but they're 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 playing at a level and, and playing against competition level uh, that's pretty pretty high. And so uh, you can't gauge it. I think when you look at statistically, you know, in their games that they you know that they struggled in uh, low-scoring games. This is a team that's got a potent offense. They yeah. get up and down in transition. And uh, in all those games, even the one win, I think it was 64-63 at Michigan State. That's right. Uh, in the uh, on the on the uh, on the cruise ship, not the cruise ship, but the battleship. So yeah, you know, it's a listen. All they they're they've been the, the like I said the standard, and when any time you get to play the standard, it's a lot of fun. It's exciting. It gives you an unbelievable opportunity. They're playing against Kent State right now. It's at halftime of that game. They lead uh, the Golden Flashes by a score of 40 to 34. That's another reason you should come out to Chinooks on Monday night. We've got college basketball. Oh, we got Monday night God. football. While you Heaven. eat your salmon, while you eat your fish and chips, while you eat whatever it is that you want, right here at uh, uh, Chinooks at 
Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. What do you think is a key going into an environment like this for your team, which is still – it's not a young team. you got a veteran team this year, but these guys are still learning how to play together. And it's going to be noisy. It's going to be loud. What do you want your team to handle? Poise, 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 and compete. You can't control how you shoot. You can control how hard you play, how smart you play. Our defense is going to be rolling. Our big guys are going to be fired up. Can't turn it over. Keep them out of transition. Let's see our fans out there. The dog pack, baby. Let's go. He's the best in the business. Head coach Mike Hopkins of the 7-2 Washington Huskies, which are heading over the Cascades, over to Spokane, take on the Gonzaga Bulldogs on Friday night. Should be a fun one. It tips off at 6 o'clock. Our pregame coverage will start with me and Jason Hamilton on the network at 5.30. Thanks for coming out to Chinooks tonight. Thanks for tuning in to the Washington Sports Network. Let's go. You've been listening to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Join us each week throughout the season to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show has been presented by Anthony's Restaurants, showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Washington Sports Network.